Welcome to Worth It or Worthless, a show where typically every couple weeks we pull a game from my own personal collection of retro games, take off our nostalgia tinted glasses and decide, is the game good by today's standards and is it worth the price of admission? But today's episode is going to be a little bit different. Uh, it is November and it is my birthday month and so I wanted to do an episode about the NES, which is my favorite console of all time. Special episode. Yep. So today we are going to be doing uh, our 15 desert island games that we would take or maybe like a zombie apocalypse if we found an nes like if we were trapped somewhere and only had access to 15 nes games for the rest of ever these are the ones we would pick yeah if jordan had a solar powered switch that only had the nes online service on it and nintendo had somehow only left 15 games on it <laughs> and if i found a retron 5 in a basement somewhere in a zombie apocalypse i like the top it. 15 games um, this is funny because you're a guy who's normally like so anti uh, ranking these games and pitting them against each other. So it's interesting. That's not, that's not true. But I always, on this show, I often reference, I go, well, it might be in my like top 20, but for, I'm, we're finally like definitive, definitively making a list. All right. And it's funny too, because this is like our list. This isn't just my list or your list. It's our list together. That's right. I got to have like two entries on it. So I'm really excited. Four. <laughs> and a right. half. Well, and I agreed with a lot of your list anyway, so it's not like I disagree yeah. with a lot of your list. So you guys can think of the list as if Jordan and I were trapped on a desert island together. <laughs> These are the games These that we would... These are the top 15 games that we would wish that we were stuck with. The nice thing about a desert island is it seems that before you get stranded, somebody lets you know so you can bring your favorite movies or games or books. Uh, and this exercise is nice. You can always have those things. It's not like you get stranded and like, oh, all I have is like some uncomfortable clothes and no entertainment at all. It's like I have my 15 favorite NES games. What a nice problem to have. I know, right? But it's not even our favorite NES games, though. That's right. That's right. So it's it's just it's it's weird. It's not the best games on the console. No. It's not our top games. It's games that would be good if we were stuck forever with them. Yeah. So... Anyways, the uh, we are going to do this in alphabetical order. Yes. So we're ranking games, but we're not really ranking games, which is nice. Yeah. So <laughs> this is even with your uh, desire to make a list, you still have an aversion to putting anyone above the rest. But alphabetical is a good way to. There's definitely list. one that's above the rest, but. Um, well, let's leave it for a surprise. I'm interested <laughs> to hear which one. I know which one I would say, or which two maybe I would say. Uh, so I'm interested to hear what uh, you call out as the best. Yeah. It's going to be a nice, boring call out, but it is what it is. All right. So to start off the list, we have a, a pick from Jordan. Yes. Uh, we're going to start off with Bubble Bobble. This was a controversial pick, actually. You you sent me a list of like nine or ten, and they're like, what else should be on this list? And I was like, well, here are some of my favorite NES games that aren't on your list so far. And one of them was Bubble Bobble. And you were <laughs> you needed to think about it for a while. You weren't really sure about Bubble Bobble. Have you what? How much experience do you have with Bubble Bobble? Um. Well, like a year ago, we played a game called Snow Brothers, which is just like a worse version of Bubble Bobble. Yeah. Um. And I don't know when the last time I played Bubble Bobble was, but it's a fun game, and uh, I think that it deserves to be in the top fifteen, and it deserves to be a good Desert Island game, especially when you're stuck with somebody else, because it's a great co-op game. And it has so many levels. There's like a hundred levels. Yeah, it's a fun arcade game. 
got lots of levels. It's got a little bit of depth to it. Yeah. Um, where you you bubble the enemies and you kind of wait for them to float to whatever area of the screen that they typically do. And then if you destroy a bunch of them at once, you get these letters. And I forget what the letters do. I think you can get to a secret level or get some one-ups or something. Um, it takes a while to beat. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I can see this being a good Desert Island game. I have a secondary reason why I brought it onto the desert island and that's because the characters are just so cute and I feel like they would make me feel happy. I don't want a bunch of dark and gritty games. I need some cute characters on this desert island. Do you know what offsets the cuteness of the characters? Uh, no. What? 100 levels of the same song. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. If we're really going to talk about like why I was like a little bit like, Oh, bubble bubble. It was because of the music. That's like the same 20 seconds over and over and over again. Well, okay. Maybe we were... The whole game. All right, man. But nonetheless, I do like Bubble Bobble. Um, and I don't disagree. I didn't I didn't veto your choice here. You didn't totally, no. So, Bubble Bobble. Bubble Bobble. All right. Number two was my pick. This one might upset a few people. Um, what, one of the other things we should say about this list is we tried to keep it to a single entry per franchise yeah you're not bringing mario mario 2 mario 3 lost levels you can only have one from each franchise right so you're not bringing castlevania castlevania 2 and castlevania 3 you're just bringing castlevania 2 (laughs) (laughs) Um, see i don't really get the mic drop because i don't know anything about castlevania i think castlevania 2 is a game that any fan of Castlevania would never like rank as their top Castlevania games. So did you do this just to get people salty or like what's No, up? I did it because it's the most fun Castlevania game to me. All right. Um I like Castlevania 1. Uh I think a lot of people really like Castlevania 3 a lot. I have it. I haven't played it a ton, but the the most fun that I've had with Castlevania was Castlevania 2. Um it's got a it's a it's a a game with lots of like exploration and it's not as uh brutally punishing as Castlevania 1 or 3. See there's one thing that I kind of do. I know about Castlevania from the tiny amount of it that's in Super Smash Bros and you can throw axes in this game, right? Yes. See, I feel like that is a helpful skill to have in a zombie apocalypse. So, okay. if we're in that scenario, I can see Castlevania as a good training sim for oh, throwing axes okay. at zombies. Yeah, and it's worse at night. It's a is horrible it? night to have a curse. Ah. The enemies get worse. The soundtrack is fantastic, Castlevania 2. So, they're like vampires and stuff. That yeah. makes sense why it would get worse at night. The story is really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta You're really go- selling this game. <laughs> Well, you have to like recollect the pieces of Dracula to like destroy him properly. Well, I know from the Twilight series that, that is one of the ways <laughs> that you can kill a vampire is by ripping them limb from limb. Not Dracula. Not Dracula. He can yeah. re- reconvene all of his body yeah. parts. So, anyways, yeah, Castlevania Two. It's a it's a RPG that I enjoy, and so that's the one I'm taking. It's on the list. It's on the list. The next one we have is Chippendale Rescue Rangers, which is a game that I discovered for the first time today. Yeah, you had a good time. I did have a good time with it, and it's an interesting pick. I'm actually kind of surprised at the level of like action-adventure platforming that you get in a co-op game on the NES. Like I yeah. didn't expect that. Like I was like, oh, it has a two-player option, and I'm expecting like a Mario and Luigi thing where like one person goes at a time, but we were both running around the screen and 
doing Chippendale things at the same time. <laughs> the things that you do as Chippendale, picking up boxes, throwing apples, hiding in boxes, defeating robot dogs. You know what? Chippendale have a lot in common with Solid Snake. <laughs> There's a lot of hiding in boxes in this game. Um, yeah, I've always loved this game. Uh, this is one of my favorite NES games of all time. Um, I've probably beaten it dozens of times, and it's always, it's a fun co-op game. It it's is. It's a fun single-player game. Um, and it's it, it's a beatable game, which is yeah, great. Especially when you have Rewind. Yeah, we did utilize the Rewind feature, but I have a feeling that if we were stuck on a desert island, we could master this game without any Rewind. Yeah, I have beaten it just straight up on the NES, um, but my caveat is that I have a Retron 5, so I have cheats built into it. Gotta love the cheats. So I have unlimited lives. But we probably could have beaten this one pretty handily, though. I think so, too. It gives you a lot of lives. It's very generous. Yeah. It definitely knew that the Chippendale cartoon catered to children, and they didn't make the game insanely hard like some other NES games. Yeah, I also like it has sort of like a few branching paths, kind of. Some optional levels that lets you kind of choose your path through the game. Yeah, that is nice. It's it's like how we talked about in our last episode with Star Fox, where you have different uh ways to go which makes the game more playable adds more playability there because you can replay the game over and over and this one offers some of that yeah speaking of star fox just a side note um i was reading the script on some star fox website found out there are 25 different paths through star fox 64 which is amazing okay so chippendale doesn't really compare to that i think it has like two no. different branches no. <laughs> but you can play them all if you want yeah um all right so number four on our list is contra contra you gotta have contra you gotta have contra this is there's no world this is a controversial pick no not at all this is um this is one of the great games of all time one of the best nes games and i don't think um i don't man what if we could only pick five games would contra be on there oh, there's yeah. a very good chance that it would yeah absolutely especially like because the game starts and these dudes are like parachuting onto an island and you really feel like they are understanding what you're going through and you're <laughs> understanding what they're going through hopefully there's no aliens or robots on your island but there's that camaraderie that you have with bill and whatever what's it lance lance mad dog sully (laughs) gotta love those guys scorpion and mad dog plus like you know if you're gonna have like a rough day on the island you really need to let out some tension just go and (laughs) blow down the doors blow down the walls you know oh man it's great um as chris jericho once said break the walls down that's a wrestling reference never mind words to live by um i like contra because it's a hard game. Like you've got the easy mode on it with the Konami code. You could throw in your thirty lives, aka the only mode that I will ever play. <laughs> but if you're on a desert island forever, you're looking for a challenge. You don't have Battletoads to keep you busy forever. No. Um, Spoiler alert: Battletoads is not on this list. Absolutely we, not. Well, on we're this past list. the bees already. So. Oh, that's true. Not a spoiler you know. alert. <laughs> Anybody paying attention knows Battletoads isn't gonna be on this list. But anyways. Yeah, so it's got the two modes that you can play through it. And if you want to just beat it straight up, that can occupy a lot of your time. So I think Contra is a game that I would not want to be without. No, perfect. I love it. No controversy. I think we can move on. <laughs> Next one on the list is Dr. Mario. I've been, we've had a lot of like <laughs> old school Nintendo commercials on the social media recently. And I've noticed that like back in the day, in the late 80s and early 90s, 
the commercial announcers would often say Mario. Yeah, that's um, I don't know why this is a thing. I don't know why it is either, but I kind of like it, and I cannot refer to him as Mario anymore. He's just Mario. (laughs) Mario and Luigi. (laughs) It's so good. So Dr. Mario is on the list. Yeah, it's this is a so you hadn't really played Dr. Mario. No, before. I mean I had. My, my aunt was into Dr. Mario, and I remember trying to play it at her house and being really terrible at it. And then and ever since then, I've kind of thought like, why would you ever play Dr. Mario when you can play Tetris? They're both puzzle games, and Tetris is way better. Why would you ever mess up? Why Whoa. would you ever mess around with Dr. Mario? And then today I played it again on the Switch online system, and I was like, oh, Dr. Mario is a good puzzle game. Yeah, it's like actually fun, and it's a lot different than Tetris. It is very different from Tetris. Um, you see, we've, I feel like we've talked about this for a while, and you it's just have never keep, been on the the the. You've never given uh, Doctor Mario its proper um, respect. No, I haven't. I admit that. I admit that I, you know, I, I maybe it's just part of it is that he's a plumber. I know him as a plumber. I can't see him in his spare time getting his medical license and i feel like it's irresponsible for him to be prescribing so many barbiturates to his patients (laughs) and so i just i don't know maybe that's part of it no mario isn't is is the everyman he does everything he plums he doctors and he he referees that's true yeah that's um he drives a cart yes he plays tennis True. He plays soccer. Yep. Um, Pretty sure he played baseball and basketball. Uh, probably. Um, I think he. Uh, I could be wrong. I think he's a construction worker in Wrecking Crew. Yeah, that's yeah, that sounds right. At least the guy looks a lot like him. He is a monkey exterminator in Donkey Kong. Yep. He is a golfer in yeah golf golf <laughs> or NES Open or something. Yeah. Um, so what's wrong with him being a doctor? I don't know. I just feel like amidst all of those other things, he didn't have the time to get his medical license the correct way. So I feel like there was some shady dealings going on there. And again, like his whole plan for dealing with all these viruses in Dr. Mario is to just (laughs) throw as many pills on screen as possible. Uh, We're getting into the lore or the realism of Dr. Mario. No, Now that I've played it, I understand that you don't want to throw as many pills on as possible and you want to be smart about how you use them. So I'm starting to change my mind about Dr. Mario, but I never really gave him a shot until today. Okay. But on a desert island, I'd have lots of time to get to know him and yeah, uh, to I, really master the puzzle. It does have single player and co-op, which is good. Not co-op versus not co-op, whatever you know what I mean. Multiplayer. Yes. Um. I feel like this is a great. I feel like puzzle games just generally probably be a good idea. Puzzle on games desert are great. Island. Yeah, because you can throw so many hours into a puzzle game, and it's yeah. not like you're getting frustrated with the story or getting stuck somewhere. It's like it's you versus you, and you're just trying to like master the puzzle. Right. Speaking of games where I don't know how many hours you can sink into them, this next one is another Jordan pick that I kind of disagreed with. It's yes, it is. This is uh, which also hunt. doesn't doesn't make any sense in the context of a desert island. That's wrong. Or the Switch. You're or wrong. Any HD TV and Retron stuff. But we'll let all that slide, and we're gonna bring Duck Hunt to the island. We are bringing Duck Hunt to the island. This is one of my picks because first of all, it is one of my favorite NES games of all time. And second of all, it's so different from everything else. It's a nice game to mix it up with. I feel like there's not a lot there. Uh, 
I mean, there's a lot there. There's a lot of levels. <laughs> you got the gun. You're shooting ducks. The dog is laughing at you. Again, this is another one like Castlevania where you are using the skills that you are putting into the game to hone right, right. your desert island survival skills with your your aim and maybe if you have a gun you're shooting without wasting bullets so i feel like this is a vital choice not just for entertainment purposes but for desert island survival purposes right and then you can also shoot the clay discs that's another one on there Nah, nobody ever did that i did i like that Mm, one it's fun i don't know about that is fun but if we're taking oh no we're not I don't know what you have against Duck Hunt. I think that this is a good choice. I think that it's just because it's not your choice that you are ragging on Duck Hunt so much. No, I like Duck Hunt. I'm a fan of Duck Hunt. I just think in the context of our desert island, it doesn't make a lot of sense. If you're playing your Switch, your solar-powered Switch, are you tapping the screen? Dude, I Do you I'm have a Wiimote at- that somehow magically can shoot? Okay, I guess I didn't fully understand the <laughs> scenario. I didn't realize it was a solar power switch. I just thought we were on a desert island. We happened to have a CRT and a okay, Nintendo okay. and the Duck Hunt. Also, <laughs> you don't know this, but uh, you can actually use Duck Hunt guns as firewood. Uh, so when I was in high school, we went to mm. a friend's house, and mm. we were having a campfire. Firewood. Listen to this. This is a true story. At my friend's house in high school, having a campfire, my... Uh, what class? My ecology teacher lives next door. He comes over with a box of firewood and he's like, Hey guys, I got some firewood. And he dumps the box of firewood onto our fire. First of all, that's terrible. It's not how you do a fire. You know, just dump wood onto it. But in the bottom of this box of wood that he dumps on is a duck hunt gun, which Oops. falls into the fire and starts burning. And he goes, Oh man, I've been looking for that. And <laughs> Ever since then, (laughs) whenever I think about Duck Hunt, I think about Uh, my ecology teacher, who was an awesome, one of my favorite teachers in high school, Mr. DeBear, but he threw a Duck Hunt gun (laughs) into the fire, and we probably all breathed in that NES plastic smoke and got lung cancer. Yes. Oh, man. All right. Well, I I didn't veto Duck Hunt. You didn't. I allowed it. I'm thankful that you let me have a couple entries on this list. Four. Four and a half. (laughs) Speaking of ducks, the next game on the list is DuckTales. The only duck game you really need. Which is perfect, because once you've spent an entire afternoon or week or whatever slaying ducks in Duck Hunt, you can then empathize with them a little bit and play as a duck for a while. <laughs> Uncle Scrooge. Yeah. You can really He's really a character you can empathize with a lot. Right? I mean, they that's, that's pretty impressive that they <laughs> took a character who... For all intents and purposes, you should hate, and they made him a likable character. Yeah, he takes baths in his money. So well, and he also takes fun. care of his three nephews. Yeah, for his their deadbeat dad, Donald. Wait a minute. He's related to Donald Duck? Yeah. Is that ever explained in the cartoon? I'm pretty sure. Wow, I I did not know that. It could be a little it could be a little off, but I, I think, I, I think right. they're Donald's kids. That sounds right. Huey, Dewey, and Louie related to Donald. What's the girl's name? Uh, Daisy? No. Donald's wife is Daisy Duck. No. Uh, the, the, Denise. Who's oh. Denise? Oh, Denise? Yes. Yes, yes. Denise Duck. Yep. <laughs> Why is DuckTales um, on your desert island list? This is not a game that I know a whole lot about. I've watched you play it. Uh, so DuckTales is one of the greatest platformers of all time. It's, Ooh, bold claim. Yeah. As well, not a very controversial claim by any stretch. This game is well-loved. Um Great music. Uh, I, I love coming back to this game after I haven't played it in a long time and like 
Because if you are familiar with the game, you can beat it really quickly. You can just take the critical path through each level. But I always love coming back to it and kind of forgetting um, what exactly I have to do in every level. Uh, there's a good sense of exploration. All the levels are very different. And I just always, I never don't have fun with this game. You never don't have fun? That's Yes. With <laughs> with this one. It's, it's um, yeah. It's one of my favorite NES games of all time. And I think that um, this might be another top five one for me. Ooh. Yeah. See, I have not played this game, so I, I can't really say that for me. But I, you got to have some of those on your list. You have to have some of your favorite games on there yeah. to help with the sanity of being stuck on a desert island or stuck in a bunker during a zombie apocalypse. Whatever scenario you can relate with more. I would say that you should get the Disney Afternoon Collection on Switch, but it's not on Switch. Oh, super which helpful. Which is a travesty because... Where can you get that collection? Because uh, two of the games today are on that collection. Pretty much everywhere else. Okay, so like Xbox, PlayStation, yeah, PC. Atari, yep. Game the, Boy. The Atari Jaguar. <laughs> the Lynx? You can get that on the Lynx? All the big cats? <laughs> All right. Up next, we have another... Uh, another Jordan pick. This is another one that you cannot even argue with. This is Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah. Final Fantasy, yeah. So this is one that you weren't so sure about, but I'm like, man, you got to have Final Fantasy. Yeah. And so- yeah, for me, the reason that I need this on my list is because this is a game that I have started dozens of times and I've never beaten it. And a desert island would be the perfect place to finally beat Final Fantasy on the NES. This game, um, so one of the pros that I have, uh, really the only pro that I have written down is it is a long RPG. That's a perfect thing to have if you're stuck in a desert island, a game that you can sink weeks or months into. Now, you might not know this about me. We've never gone here on the podcast. But uh, Final Fantasy started my hate of turn-based RPGs for a very, very long time. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Was it Um, this specific game? It was like, so as a kid, I didn't understand what like a turn-based RPG was. Okay. Um, so you expected to like, here's a bad guy. I'm going to fight him with my sword. What's this? A menu? Yes, ba- basically. And for a long time, um, I couldn't be bothered. And I still, I'm not a big fan of JRPGs. I don't dislike them. I've tried to give some of them a fair shake. And I don't say that I hate Final Fantasy anymore. I used to say I hate Final Fantasy. Wow. Um, and it wasn't until Pokemon, which yeah. you know, is kind of... Um, it's a very simple turn-based RPG. Yeah. Um, but so is the original Final Fantasy. It's it's. I mean, it's a little bit more complex than Pokemon, but I feel like it's not too far removed from Pokemon. No, I'm not, and I'm not saying it is, but, but I'm saying Pokemon was the only like exception to that rule that I, I hate turn-based RPGs. Um, but yeah, I've gotten through that now, but I gave Final Fantasy a fair shake. I gave it like half an hour today <laughs> and I couldn't even, I was just like, what is going on here? Yeah. Um, you, I, I came left, in- left the castle Without yeah. buying any equipment Ooh, or anything see, like that. I was punching some imps. It's good when you have your magicians, like your mages and stuff, like punching bad guys. That's really good. That's really good. Yeah, I was doing one damage. Um, and then, uh, so I got a game over. And then I looked at the manual a little bit, realized that there was a town outside the castle that you could actually go to. By, yeah, you by start there. You you literally walked past everything yeah. to go out and fight stuff and die. Yeah, I realized that 
And then, um, so I went to town. I bought a bunch of equipment, and then I I ran into uh, Mad Horse, yeah, or something. And that's, uh, that's gonna be a bad day. He, I was like, all right, cool. I figured this out. I can finally uh, play a little Final Fantasy. Maybe get my characters to level two. Um, <laughs> you played for a half hour and didn't level up a single character. <laughs> I gave Final Fantasy uh, a shake, um, but I was so excited because I was like, I got weapons, I got armor. Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like a real game now. Mm-hmm. I can play this RPG, and I can you know see what the see what the hype is about with Final Fantasy. Get a little taste, and then uh, you know my fighter, who had thirty four or something HP, got one hit KO'd by this thing who hit me twice for it's like thirty damage. Or something. I'm really sorry that that happened to you, but um, I see this is the thing with me and why this is the perfect Desert Island game is because <laughs> I do enjoy RPGs. I just don't ever have the time. Like I cannot tell you how many RPGs and JRPGs I've started and then not finished. I don't. Other than Pokemon, I'm not sure that I've ever finished one. But I've played through um, Golden Sun several times. I've played through Final Fantasy dozens of times, or at least a dozen times. And I've played some of the other Final Fantasies, and I just I never finished these games, but I, I would love to at some point. So Desert Island is the perfect place to do that. But yeah. I know that this is bringing you some pain, so we can move no, on. No, no pain. I tried. You did try. I I'm really proud of tried. You. Um, and you gave uh, one of our honorable mentions a try, but we will get there. We will get there. We will get there. Um, next on the list, yet another Jordan pick. Yes, and here we are, Kirby's Adventure. Yeah, you. Uh, I. I wasn't going to fight you on this one. You did. You started to. You started to put up a little bit of a fight. But uh, this is a game, the game on the Nintendo Switch online service that I have put the most hours into. I checked today and I have like almost five hours into this game, which is a lot for me in an NES game. Nothing else even comes close to an hour just because I have a hard time spending a lot of time with NES games unless I'm playing them with you. Yeah. And so um, I love this game because it is a game that I can beat or at least get to the final boss and then quit on. Because uh, I think this is the only one that I can really say I've done that by myself. And we've done a lot for the podcast, but a game where I, by myself, have gotten to the end of it on the NES. And so that is why this is one of my Desert Island games. So I used to like Kirby's Adventure more than I do now. Yeah. Um, I liked it a lot as a kid. Okay. And as a kid, I would have been like, it's probably one of my favorite NES games. But as I've gone back to it in recent years... The gameplay is kind of slow. It's not very challenging. I do. It's no. Cool. It's not challenging. It's uh. It's a beautiful game. Yes. Um. It's one of the later releases on the NES. It looks great. I love all the like the powers and things like that. Yeah, that's um, a big thing because I had I had Kirby on my Game Boy, like old mm-hmm. school yeah. green and yellow Game Boy, and that feels like a like a beta version of mm-hmm. this game. You don't yeah. have the powers. You don't have the depth that you have in this game. And so I think that is why I loved it so much because I, sp- I spent so much time playing Kirby when I was a kid on the Game Boy. And then this is just like the upgraded, better version that I never knew existed until I was an adult. Yeah. I also like all the mini games. Yeah, the mini games game. are awesome. Um, but yeah, there's just something about this game where whenever I try to go back to it, it doesn't hold my attention for very long. And I like want it to hold my attention. I'm like... I deep down I love you Kirby but like there's just something about you that I just you know what's great though I we, don't know we've got lots of other games on this list that do hold your attention and you can spend all your time playing Duck Hunt and you don't have to worry about Kirby <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I would be doing 
All right, let's move on to something I think will be a lot less controversial. Next on the list, we have Legend of Zelda. Legend of Zelda, the OG. Yeah, the original game. <laughs> <laughs> OG stands for original game. <laughs> um, yeah, this game is great. You can, especially if you don't know it or you haven't played it before. Yeah. Like you could really sink a lot of time trying to figure this one out, especially since the last dungeon is hidden in a random bush that you have to burn down. Yeah. This is another one that I have never beat. Jordan. But you know, I have sat on your couch and watched some stranger on Twitch beat it like 15 times. So there's that. Arcus. Arcus. Arcus 87. Great dude. One of the most wholesome streamers on the internet. Yeah. He's great. Um, but yeah, this game, I'm surprised you've never like just forced your way through it or something. Dude, that's not what I do. I play a game until I get bored and then I abandon it never to return. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this one's fun. Um, I, but I really love the sense of exploration and like all the items and, um, there's a second quest after you beat the game. Yeah. It doesn't like mix up the location of all the the dungeons and stuff. So you could get a lot out of this one. I always love coming back to legend of Zelda just because it's like, I don't know. It's one of those games. It's where it all began. You know, like breath of the wild is one of my all time favorite games. So I think on a desert Island, I would enjoy digging into this game and finding like the origins of the stuff that came later and all these games that I've loved since then. AKA the prototype version of yes. Breath of the Wild. Yeah, they actually <laughs> built the prototype for Breath of the Wild using a old Legend of Zelda kind of model. So yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. All right. Up next we have Mega Man three. Yeah, this is gonna be another one that um this is gonna maybe some people are gonna go, really? Mega Man three? Aren't there like fifteen Mega Man games on the NES? Um, there are six on the NES. That's insane. That's not insane. That's a lot of entries. Yeah. And and they're all like, I mean, I'm, I don't know a lot about Mega Man, but they all seem kind of be the exact same thing. Yeah. But that's not a bad thing. Like here's eight new bosses to fight and steal their power ups. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Nothing. I mean, this is the thing. I'm really bad at Mega Man. Yeah. You're really bad at. A lot of games. You know how, like, <laughs> you know how we said, like, the Desert Island would be a great place for me to beat a game for the first time? I think the Desert Island would be a really great place for me to beat a Mega Man level for the first time. <laughs> because I'm not sure that I've ever beaten a level in Mega Man. Oh, man. I'm, re- I'm really bad at Mega Man. Yeah, it's, um, it's not for the faint of heart. No. But I love it. Um, the reason that this one might be a little controversial is I think a lot of people would be taking Mega Man 2. But what is so different about Mega Man 2 and 3? So Mega Man 1 was this like weirder sort of Mega Man that's not quite not there's there's small differences with it. They hadn't figured out and, the formula yet. And then Mega Man 2 came out and everybody like lost their minds. And then Mega Man 3 came out and added things like sliding and rush and um, other things. Mega Man See, 2 had like these one, two, three power ups. They were just like numbered things and you could like throw stuff on the wall. And See, I didn't love the rush thing. It's like I got to go into a menu to jump. I didn't love that. You can also get uh, um, a submarine and a jet version of rush. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, anyways, Mega Man 3, probably my favorite Mega Man game. Um, I think, as a child, this is the only Mega Man game I ever beat. 
which uh, could be why I'm taking it over two. I don't have a lot of love for two like most people do. But. So I never played Mega Man 3 until today, but I did have Mega Man, I think, 5 on my Game Boy. And, again, played it a lot and never beat a single level. That's fine. It's still a great game and a great franchise. Yeah, so this one's for you. I'm going to play Duck Hunt while you play yeah. Mega Man. And um, just for some, some more fun salt in the wound of not picking Mega Man 2, if I took two Mega Man games, it would be three and six. <laughs> <laughs> you have, you can only go with factors of three. So. Right. Well, Mega Man 6 was the first uh, game that I ever bought with my own money. Okay, so it's more of a nostalgia so. than an actual like quality of the game thing. I like the game too. It's got you, you in that one. Rush turns into like a jetpack and a power armor suit, so you can like do some cool stuff that way. So I just I like Mega Man Six a lot. One thing I never understood about Mega Man is like he's a robot, right? Yes. And he can get all of these power ups. He can steal them from the bad guys. Yes. Why doesn't Doctor Light? His name is Doctor Light, right? Yes. Why doesn't that guy just build all of these cool things into Mega Man to start with? Why does he have to like? start out completely stripped down at the beginning of every game um i don't exactly remember the the lore of mega man but i don't think he's built for the purpose of super fighting robots for some dude who's saved the world in like 40 different games you think at some point they'd be like all right dude you know you used to be a little boy but now you're a straight up gundam i don't know man i don't know i feel like there's got to be some reason why he's not just built for it. I want to see a Mega Man game where he comes out and he's just like in Pacific Rim armor and just like smashing through all these puny bad guys. I want to see the live action movie that's in the works is what I want to see. Oh, no. Is that, <laughs> is that a thing? Is it going to be like Sonic? <laughs> I hope so. Oh, I can't wait for the first trailer to come out and everyone to be like, what? And then they have to redo the whole thing and push it back a year. Speaking of Mega Man and Sonic, I um, I picked up this roguelike 20XX lately, or um, recently, and it's basically a, a Mega Man roguelike, and there is a, a power-up in the game that makes you faster, and it says gotta go fast. Great callback. I just, it, I thought of you today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Next on the list, we have Super Mario Bros. 3. Yeah, arguably the greatest NES game of all time. You could you could probably say it. I feel like there's a lot of people who would agree with you. I, I don't I'm I not f- sure. I don't know what game you could possibly put above Mario 3 as the greatest NES game. And it's such a boring thing. Like I hate that I'm like Mario 3 is the best game on the console. Yeah, like when we started this podcast, like I you know, I'm not I don't know a ton about video games, so I was expecting, like, oh, we're going to sit down and we're going to play, like, Mario Bros. And, you know, all of these, like, <laughs> and we haven't played any of those, like, super obvious classic games that you would expect we'd play. And you're, like, you have this aversion to them because it's the obvious answer. But on a Desert Island list of the top 15 NES games, like, you have to have Mario Bros. 3. See, the problem is, like, everybody knows those games. Yeah. Those games are so, um, it's just you're always playing Mario 3 every so often as a a retro gamer and so it's like i don't feel like it would be that interesting of an episode to cover like mario 3 or like super mario brothers but we can dedicate one fifteenth of an episode to it (laughs) i should hope yeah uh on the uh, a list that we're talking about taking 
you know, the games that we would want to spend the rest of our lives with. I always, I come back to this game constantly and it's like one of those things where it's just so fascinating to me. Um, all the stuff that's in this game. Yeah. Um, I, I, I agree. I spent a lot of time with this game. I mean, I had it on the NES, had it on all stars for super Nintendo, had it on my, Wii, have it on my switch. So it's definitely a game that comes back again and again. And it's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, Mario 3 is uh, a fantastic game, and I just I really enjoy it. Yeah, I don't think this is a controversial pick. It's probably going to be on most people's Desert Island NES list. Yeah. And that's okay. Right. Sometimes stuff is boring because everybody knows that it's great, and it should be there. Yeah, but I just hate, like, the. I don't want to love Mario 3 as much as I do. I just feel like it's such like a this has been one of my favorite games of all time for my entire life and I'm like this is the rebellious emo kid in you who hates a band because it got popular it's not even that I just yeah well I don't even know I don't even know I'm just like I want something to be better than Mario 3 it's just nothing is Mario 3 is a sellout because you got mainstream nah it was in the wizard man nice (laughs) if you haven't played Mario 3 with a power glove have you ever even played Mario 3 (laughs) Oh, next on this list, we have um, a game that we don't have a lot of experience with, but we managed to put on the list today. Yeah, this was originally like an honorable mention, and then we sat down and played it for like an hour, and then we were like, dang, this is a Desert Island game for sure, and this is Tecmo Super Bowl. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people would be taking Tecmo Super Bowl. It's it's such a good multiplayer game. Yeah, 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 for sure. If we were stranded on a Desert Island together... Yeah, this one's coming. We would have a blast. We had a blast today figuring this one out, screaming, um, me getting a bunch of onside kicks. Yeah, that Um, was insane. Like every single time you'd (laughs) have a terrible kickoff and then you'd get the ball because my dudes would just fumble it a million times. The thing about Tecmo Super Bowl is that it feels so much more deep than any other sports game on the NES that I've played. Yeah, you know what's funny is as I was like trying to figure out games for this uh, episode to see if there were some that I was missing, I was playing uh, a lot of the sports games on the Switch Online service. Yeah. And most of them held my attention for all of less than two minutes. Yeah, they're not usually games that you are going to... Like, they just have been so surpassed by modern sports games. Yeah. But there's something about Tecmo Super Bowl where it's so basic, and I don't know if it's like the stop-and-go nature of football where like you get a little bite-sized chunk and then you have a, a mm-hmm. second to breathe and like reset your mind or I don't know what it is but it was just it was refreshing and it was good and I liked it it's almost like it's it's a football game that is distilled down to it's it's bare minimum but there's still enough depth there to make it interesting as a game yeah for sure Um, I mean it's definitely not it it doesn't have the depth of a modern sports game but I don't know if it's I don't know what it is but it's it's a a good little game it's basically like an arcade sports game yeah, is what, sure. it, what it is. Um, but yeah, we had a blast playing it and I would love to play some more of it in the future. Yeah. So next one on the list is actually a game that we have covered on the show before yeah. and it was one of our favorites and it's definitely coming to the desert island. It is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 Manhattan Project. Yeah. AKA the game that Jordan thinks is so much better than Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Head and shoulders above. <laughs> I mean, it's it's shells and shurikens above Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Wow. Yeah, this is um this is one of the best beat em ups on the console. Um music's fantastic. Yeah. 
story is funny if not incredibly insane if you're playing a ninja turtles beat him up for the story sure oh you gotta play it for the story for oh the do lore. you or yeah oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for when shredder kidnaps april and he's like i'm taking her to manhattan island which is now floating above <laughs> Well, I think that that's part of the reason why this makes such a good Desert Island game is because you're stuck <laughs> on an island. The Statue of Liberty, which lives on an island, has been abducted and removed from her home. And so there's that parallel there where you can really, you know, you can't do anything to get yourself off the Desert Island. But by playing this game, you can heal that little part of your soul that uh, has that commonality with the Statue of Liberty in the plot of Manhattan Project. <laughs> All right. That's why you put this game on the list, I think. Maybe not consciously, but subconsciously. No, why I put this game on the list is not only is it a great beat em up, but you have the secrets menu where you can um change the difficulty. There's like some replay value to it. Um the fact that you can do a level select and give yourself extra lives. Like I feel like this one has a lot of range. Sometimes and I enjoy it. Yeah, and sometimes you just need to like have a mindless beat em up where you're just jumping and kicking and punching and just mm-hmm. going to town and you don't have to worry about strategy or maps or diving into stats or anything. It's just like, I want to go and murder a gazillion foot bots and that's okay. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. This is a, this is a great game. And if I could only take one beat em up, this might be it. Oh, yeah. I think for the NES, yeah. this is probably my favorite beat-em-up. Yes. All right. We have come to the final game on our Desert Island list. We have some honorable mentions, but this is the final uh, concrete one on the on the list. Yeah, number 15 is uh, Tetris. Yes, one of my all-time favorites. A game that I have maybe put more hours into any other than any other game or franchise. I believe it's the best-selling game of all time across Every platform has been released on. Yeah. Which is kind of cheating. There's some Minecraft fans who would argue with you, but uh, Tetris for sure has that lockdown if you count all the different platforms. And uh, yeah, it's just a good game. A great game even. Yeah. If you've never gotten into Tetris, I would highly recommend it. There's just something about it. There's a reason it's this, it's been this timeless classic and that it's getting Battle Royale games now. Oh, yes. Um, even though those you know, make no sense. Why am I losing? What are you talking about? Tetris 99 <laughs> is the greatest battle royale ever created. Uh, I don't know about that. Ugh, I just I love Tetris so much. If we're going on a desert island, we're bringing these games. Uh, Tetris is so good for single player. If you got the 10 gen version, yeah. you can play multiplayer. Yes, Tetris NES. This is just a no-brainer for me. It's uh, my favorite puzzle game. It's one of my favorite games of all time. It's got to be on the Desert Island. Yeah, I agree. It's definitely one of my favorite puzzle games. I don't ever really... It's one of those things where I don't play Tetris that much. But Oh, you I... don't say, Dan. I've only been trying to get you to play it against <laughs> me for like two years now. <laughs> Even today, we're like, oh, we're going to play through a bunch of these games. And I was like, oh, we're going to play Tetris? And they're like, oh, maybe. And then... Weird. We, weird. we never we never played Tetris. We, we ran out of time. We ran out of time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Someday, Dan. Someday. We're going to play this game. All right. It might not be for the podcast, but it's going to be for bragging rights. I hear there's a great little Super Nintendo cartridge which has Dr. Mario and Tetris on it. I would which... love for that to be on the show. Um, but even if it's not, I would love to pound you in Tetris. Maybe next episode. <laughs> Probably not. I might hold you to that. 
Probably not. Probably not. It's Maybe not your day. collection, Jordan. Hey, if you guys want to hear a Tetris episode, <laughs> write in. Oh, look at this. My inbox is full. Everyone wants to hear Tetris. <laughs> no, those are not all my shadow accounts. Oh, uh, yeah. Tetris is argue. I have written down that it's arguably the greatest puzzle game of all time. And um, you just, I don't know. What else do you want to say about that? I don't know that there's anything more that you need to or could say about Tetris. It's on the list. It's got to come. I don't think that's controversial, and uh, we're going to make it happen. All right. All right. Let's talk about these honorable mentions for a, a few sec. honorable mentions. We'll just um, blow through these real quick. Yeah. So I gave Final Fantasy a fair shake. You as did. Your RPG of choice. Yeah. I potentially mentioned Zelda 2. Yeah. That's, um, uh, it's not one I've ever played. I picked it up today for about 20 minutes, and it was so weird. <laughs> so weird man yeah i learned i hated it as a kid i really like it as an adult now that i understand what an rpg is the music's great it's um way different yeah than very Zelda different very different. one but it still provides that nice sense of exploration and so if you've never really given zelda 2 a chance i would say you should probably give it an hour of two an hour or two of your time before judging it and um yeah there, i would personally bring zelda 2 if this was just my list is there a way to speed up the text in this game because i felt like it was so slow i have no idea i don't remember all right what's next it's been a while since i played it uh next i have burger time burger time this 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 uh maybe didn't make the list because all it would do is make us super hungry and regret <laughs> all the burgers we weren't eating or it just might not have made the list because i haven't played it recently but I really have been like hankering to play some burger time lately. Hankering for some hang burgers. <sighs> that's what you said. I, you texted me and said mm. that. Yeah. Yes. That's, Don't deny it. That's a thing. Um, this is a, a classic arcade game. There's a lot here. You know, we couldn't bring ourselves to put Donkey Kong on the list. <laughs> but here I am calling out burger time uh, as the arcade game that I would put on the list. Yeah. See, it's hard to... to to pick an arcade port as one of your choices when it's not truly an NES game. Well, I have the cartridge. So well, I have Galaga, and you said we couldn't put that me. on the list. I didn't say we couldn't put that on the list. You didn't even suggest it. Yeah, you shot it down. You were like, we can't have Galaga. Galaga Maybe you should have said it. Maybe it'd be on this list. It's it's uh, It would be on my personal Maybe list. Maybe <laughs> Duck Hunt would have got kicked off the island. Maybe. But I don't really see it as an NES game. It's an arcade game. All right. Uh, next, I have Crash and the Boys. Really? I yeah. This is a great game. Crash and the Boys, another game that we've covered on the show. It yeah. is probably not one you've ever heard or seen before, but it <laughs> is a unique game. If we were trapped on an island together, Crash and the Boys would be a great game to have. It's <laughs> it's a good. You game. You can't it's, even deny it, man. That's it's a, a good it's game. A it's a great so, game. It's so weird. It's so different. It's it, the original Mario Party. It's really frustrating, and I feel like if there was a game that made us kill each other on the island, that it might be Crash and the Boys. Maybe, which that'd be. I mean, we almost uh, we want to kill each other over like Tecmo Super Bowl uh, or like NFL Blitz. I didn't have any murderous thoughts during those games. Well. Crashing the boys, though, man, it's a it's a fun game. It's a frustrating game, and it's a uh, it's a different game. But if we were on a desert island and we could play it forever, we could master the mechanics and really go. Yes, in. which is a really good life skill to have for when we're saved and we come back and we can win all the Crashing the Boys tournaments. We're not getting saved. 
We're going to be stuck on this island forever? Yep. That's the name of the game. <sighs> All right. I'm going to have to say goodbye to my wife. <laughs> All right. The final honorable mention that I have um, is California Games. California James. Yep. Uh, this is a game, c- kind of like when we talked about ice hockey on the podcast, how I like got weirdly super into it. <laughs> uh, this was another one of those games where when I was like in high school or something, I just got weirdly into this. Um, and part yes. of it's probably because the learning curve is super steep and the game's like really hard and I wanted to understand yeah how to play this game i had a friend who lived across the street from us when we were little kids who had this game and i just remember starting things and then dying instantly not dying but like yeah. failing instantly yeah it's just it's if you don't know how to play it it just isn't any fun but once you figure it out it's like playing the hacky sack game or whatever and like trying to actually figure out how to do tricks and getting good at it like it there's something really satisfying about all these like mini games that are really hard to learn how to play. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll take your word for it. Skateboarding, BMX, surfing, halfpipe. I don't know. I don't think surfing is actually in California games. Maybe I'm thinking of something different. I thought it was T and C Surfco. Yeah, that one's also another game that I just died instantly in. Yeah, no. But yeah, I'm taking California games. I think it's fun. All right. Have fun with that. <laughs> All right, my friend. Well, that uh, that wraps up our list. That does wrap up our list. I, we don't have our normal segment here where we would say if these games are worth it or worthless because they are all worth it to us because we are stuck on a desert island. Um, but with that being said, we have realized that we have been leaving you guys out of this whole worth it or worthless conversation and uh, we want to get your opinions on these games that we're covering. So from now on, as we cover games, as we share about games on Twitter and on Instagram, we are going to be asking you guys, we're going to be sharing what the games are going for and asking you if they are worth it or worth it in your worth it or worth it. There is no worthless. If it is worth it or <laughs> I've worthless. I've been saying that for a year. <laughs> <laughs> these ga- Yeah, no cop outs. You can't say the Dan. These games are worth less than what they're going for (laughs) so yeah look out for that on twitter and instagram as we get you guys in on the conversation to give us your opinion on these games and also as we share this episode and we post about it feel free to let us know what some of your desert island games are because i'm sure that would be interesting to yes please i do want to hear what you guys would take on your desert islands your top 10 or 15 um i'm fascinated i felt like making my list was so just like this is so boring because all these games feel like kind of obvious to me, which, by the way, I took a glance at the whole list. I think every game is worth it. Nice. I think it's it's just a solid worth it list. I think we did a great job. Even the ones we've covered that we may have said that they weren't worth it? I don't know. Are there any of those on the list? I mean, you might have been wrong about a few of them, but like, I know. <laughs> That's true. You, think, you say every game is worth it, and I have to be convinced. <laughs> <laughs> you say every game is worth 2 or $3. That's true. That's so... true. And people have started picking up on that because somebody, <laughs> somebody actually commented, oh, I should have lo- looked up their name was so I could credit you. But person out there who... <laughs> On one of our posts was like, God, oh, it looks like it's worth $2. And I was like, is this person just messing with us or are they listen to the show? And they, they listened to the show and they have picked up on the fact that I am a cheapskate and you will pay way too much for all these games. Someday I'm going to find another another way of strong arming you into like saying higher values than $2. 
You mean like giving me infinite money wasn't working? It wasn't the yeah. best way to do that. I'm gonna like make a caveat where like you can't say less than five dollars or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, I'm ta- if I'm taking you to the store and paying for it. The only way that this is gonna change, like the only way my mindset is actually gonna change, is like if I come into a bunch of money. So maybe you could play the lottery for me on my behalf, and then if you win and I become wealthy and I have a bunch of extra disposable income, then my mindset on what these games are worth will change. Oh man, I don't know. Maybe I'll just buy you birthday presents every month. <laughs> All right, Jordan, it's time to go monthly buy NES games to. to Build your collection. Speaking of your birthday, uh, your birthday present just came in the mail, and uh, it will come up on a future episode of this show, I think. You got me another arcade one-up cabinet? <laughs> <laughs> no, but The Marvel since, cabinets for me? Dude, since <laughs> that episode came out and you guys uh, heard me talking about how much I love Dan's Turtles one-up cabinet, uh, I went home and uh, my amazing wife allowed me to buy the limited edition Marvel superheroes cabinet. And I'm so excited by the time that this episode drops, it should be here and assembled. And, uh, hopefully if I can convince my wife, it will be out in the open and not in a closet where she currently wants <laughs> it to live. But I don't even care. Cause I'm just so excited for it. Yeah. I'm also very happy that you got this. Cause I kind of was like, well, it'd be cool to have the Marvel cabinet, but now you have it. So I don't have to worry about that. Yes. I'm That's so nice. excited. All right, my friend. Do you have anything else? I think that is all for today. But the next time you hear from us, we will be safe on shore back home, no longer on a desert island. And we will be (laughs) back to our usual format. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time. All right. Bye. Bye. If you have any questions or feedback, feel free to email us at worthitorworthlesspodcast at gmail.com. And if you're interested in staying up to date with the show, follow us at WIOW Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review and subscribe if you want to hear more. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the show. We sincerely appreciate it. Talk to you next time.